Brother Gahar Dervich stares up at the afternoon sky, hands folded behind his back in silence. Behind him, the door of the meeting house has been propped open. Redfang pauses in the threshold and knocks just the same, then resumes his approach with his head bowed. The priest does not turn his eyes from the window. Old Deadeye teaches us to appreciate the simple things in life, my friend. Be industrious, yes. Help your community in any way that you can. But always, always, make time for the world around you. For a blue sky dotted with clouds and a crisp fall breeze. Redfang stops approaching a few yards short of the simple pulpit. Brother Dervich's post is not elevated over the congregation and is adorned with no more decoration than a tanned hide with the symbol of the longbow burned into its surface. This is not a building for ceremony. This is a building for community. Redfang clears his throat nervously. Brother, I apologize for interrupting you. It's just, I'm concerned about those outsiders. A single zill is a formidable foe. A colony of them, I shudder to think. You trust these people, who've come from a field, arms full of weapons? I do. They slew a Yaogwai on behalf of the city. They have unnatural beings among them. Outsiders, and those tainted by the stain from beyond the stars. They conceal their purpose for being here. The identities of these friends that they dance around so carefully. And still, you trust them? Redfang takes a long breath carefully considering the question. Yes, brother. I believe that whatever their goals, they're friends to Idenvay. Brother Dervich turns to face Redfang, his face placid, as always. Very well, my friend. Then I shall endeavor to trust them as well. What would you have me do? This is Pot Against the Machine. Back to Pot Against the Machine, the only Pathfinder actual play podcast that has to think seriously about the question, what's a better tool for surgery, a light hammer or a millennia-old pair of tongs? I'm your host, and here's everybody. Don't forget the gun. We probably cleaned the tongs first, right? Some iodine in there, right? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Those tongs, 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 tongs. (laughs) Hello. Hello. Hey. I think canonically, the tongs have never been cleaned since ancient... And Drafa brought him over. Bummer. And Basari succumbs to infection. Yeah, she's septic. I still I can't get over it. Asher humming the thong song now that he said it. <laughs> just like Cisco reverberating <laughs> yeah. down the spooky walls. I could just totally hums. see Asher doing that. Those tongues, the tongues, tongues. <laughs> like it when those eggies go. Like it when those eggies go. Yep, of the current it. party, it would be Asher and Briggs <laughs> to drop a mix album. <laughs> That's just Cisco. <laughs> it's just Asher does Cisco. 
Now that's what I call a good idea. <laughs> I was say Asher and Brick. Well, Bricks is Bricks is Asher's hype, hype man. Oh, yeah. the bonus content nobody asked for. That also, even sounds like the name <laughs> of some like really obscure, really bad adult contemporary album. Asher does Cisco. <laughs> it's just a picture of Asher walking away on the cover. It's the smooth sounds. No, he's in front of a fireplace for some reason. All the really crappy adult contemporary albums have them just standing in front of a fireplace for no reason. If we're going Cisco, though, it should be thematically appropriate. And then they sell it on, on like, Nick at Night at, like, 11.30 p.m. And they do the fade-in face yes. where you can see two Ashers and one is staring straight at the camera and one is, like, profile. And he's mm-hmm. singing about those tongues. <laughs> those tongue to tongue tongue tongues. Yay, we did it. All right. Good night, Sam. <laughs> We'd like to thank our new sponsor, Cisco. <laughs> And, no, not the food distribution brand. In fact, the artist. You thought he was gone? Nope. You'd think with these IT nerds, it would be the networking, but no, yep. no. Yeah. Yep. Not SYSCO or CISCO. Uh, yep. SYSQO. Enter the dragon. <laughs> is that really how you spell it? I had no idea. It is. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. And the album was Enter the Very Dragon. Very hip. I believe. Yeah. Wow. I, I learned something today. They're off to a great start. He was also team. way ahead of the curve with like the unnatural gray hair because he would dye his hair like super gray. It was, it was like 15 was years ahead. Wild times. Yeah. I mean, I know people are always saying Cisco was really ahead of the time and we should yeah. just get in line there. But They were always talking about how he took such initiative. Oh, we should roll that. Excellent segue. <laughs> Speaking of initiative, previously on the program, we started the episode by rolling for initiative, and we had a knockdown, dragout brawl between our party and some Zill babies, with a special guest appearance by the wall walking Zill, which tried to burst out of the floor and grab Asher again, only to be stymied by the railroad tracks, which our friend the woman in the wall had warned them were a good idea to stand on top of because it couldn't actually move through the tracks. It still managed to grab Asher and give him a, a little bit of a fright, but the party executed the babies and did some damage to the wall walker before it retreated, uh, let Asher go, and then they were free to free our new friend Basari, who was a captain of the guard. She came into the mine as part of a security party trying to find the missing miners, and um, they found at least why they were missing, as they were picked off one by one by the Zill that can walk through walls. And, they, you know, they gave them a little bit of a what for. Collapsed a tunnel, killed some Zills, but ultimately they lost. And the Zill um, managed to escape the tunnel and drag people back through, one by one, through the mine into whatever is so clearly labeled on our map, Area B, at the back of the mine. But um, after some quick surgery that took like an hour and a half of... Just really nerve-wracking, gripping, and tonging. Um, Asher and, extract- and emotional diligence by our doctors slash operators, as per any good Grey's Anatomy episode. Yes, the very bedside manner for I managed to <laughs> extract one egg from Alwyn, who, oh yeah, Alwyn's got some eggs in, in him, and um, all four eggs from Basari, and uh, she wants to help with the fight but she's also hurt and covered in blood and has no weapons so um that's helpful and then um the wall walker just you know popped out right at the end of the episode said remember me and grabbed kira 
we were about to was that in common it was it was more in like kind of a statement language like the language of action <laughs> he speaks oh. the language of action interpretive dance <laughs> if everybody wants to roll for initiative real quick i wouldn't be opposed now you're asking us now for the first time correct like when you were talking about initiative earlier that wasn't our cue to roll so if one of us had happened to roll a natural three at that time we could maybe ignore that and roll for real now well i'm it's your conscience. It's up to you and how you feel about your personal honesty in that situation. Okay, yeah, in that case, no. Alan rolled a three for a ten. All right. How about Kira? Mm, a seven for a thirteen. All right. Asher? A natural fifteen for a dirty twenty. Nice. Looking pretty fast. How about Brixbow? A thirteen for a twenty-one. Ooh, even faster. And a quick roll for our friend Basari. Not very fast, but it's okay. She can't contribute anyways. Sorry, that's going to be a 12. I am grappled. All right, well, uh, Brixby's up first. So, Brixby, stride his disc. It's not going to attack. He's going to, in the direction of Walzil, say, Hey, you, release my friend. If you... I stuck with the same curse that Zagmander was. We'd be happy to set you free in the same means. But first, we must parlay. So come out of the wall and release the girl. That's a bluff. <sighs> Eight on the die for a 16. But yeah, that's uh, that's basically standard action. He decided to, uh, you know, take a little page out of Dr. Gripper's book. Dr. Grips. Try to calm down the old... The old conflict, but I don't think it worked. And that's his, uh, that's his turn. You know what? He'll just, he'll hover. Let's hover over to here. Hoven on the disc. All right. Oh, good. I wasn't going to go there. Oh, okay. Ooh. Sorry. No, no, that's cool, cool. All right. Um, Dr. Grips, it's your turn. Dr. Grips, who had canonically loaded a mundane round into his gun, I would say is wielding that and not currently wielding some horrifyingly gore-covered tongs. Some very, very, very badly gone brats. Uh, uh, we'll take a five-foot step to the west along the tracks here. Uh, we'll have some some cove, but hey, fun fact about Smite Evil is it this creature continues to be under the effects of Smite until it dies or I rest to regain my use of the ability. And I have not done so. So I'm about to unleash a full attack. Oh, but wait. We're going to do a swift action to focus aim. And that is going to be three uh, very empowered bullets going at this wall zill. That seems like cheating, but okay. Says the the man behind the curtain of the Wallzill. Cheats with cheats. Yeah, he's speaking from experience since he's been cheating with this Wallzill. Sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're going with a so much a twenty-four touch. Uh, only a uh, no. That's the second one. Ha ha. I'm good at brain. 21 against touch. There we go. Got there. Uh, and a 23 against touch. Uh, that is three hits on the wall zone. 
Even with some cover. Should have deadly aimed. I didn't deadly aim, I should have. That's okay. These are still all going to be at a plus nine. Oof. Of course, it was garbage, uh, but still, that is uh, 35 points of damage. Ew. Uh, which would again bypass any DR if uh, the Wallsill has that. Noted. The Wallsill. I mean, I think there's a reason that it was going after you <laughs> after that. It was preemptive. Yeah, but it didn't know he could do that. No. It was preemptive. <laughs> it had a feeling, a bad feeling about Hesher. Tonight's not going to be a good night. All right, it's Walzil's turn. So I assume that, you know, my 16 bluff followed by Asher's fusillade of bullets really didn't convince them to, uh, hey, it's Freaky Friday. What is this? <laughs> yeah, it got conflicting messages there, and um, it's going to relinquish the grapple on Kira. So, like, obviously it's it's about to become best friends with all of you. And then it's going to go for the claw, 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 claw bite. Uh, 29 for claw number one. Aha, I'm not raging this time, so that, you know, it does still hit, but with less difference in between. Uh, five damage and 32 on the grapple. Five damage, and you said 32 on the grapple, which is so high. So, yeah, go ahead and re-grapple, I guess. Way to be original, Rockzill. Uh, 30 on claw number two. Uh, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, six damage. Three is only a 19. Haha, it's, it's pretty good. It's still still good. That's still, oh, still that's funny. That's a very bad roll, too. Five damage. Final claw. Uh, 28. Uh, yeah, yeah, that'll do it also. Uh, three da- four damage, sorry. And then the bite is a 26. This is why you never don't rage. <laughs> 26 will do it. Cannot wait for those never don't rage shirts. Um, that is five damage, and I do need a, a fort save. Is it five damage? Yeah. Uh, I'm also excited for Never Don't Raid shirts. That'll be, oh, be my PaizoCon. You, I didn't beat you to it. You said it, and then I repeated Jeff, it louder. Jeff beat me to it in the, uh, the episode. Oh, uh, that's a good one. There. there you go. I'll take it. Um, 12, 23, right? Yeah, 23. All right, you uh, save. Well, you say that. Well. Uh, great. You're not paralyzed. You're not. Not paralyzed. You're probably not dead. Basically. You're still grappled. Um, you're standing in front of this thing, and uh, it's your turn. Great, I'm gonna kill it. Uh, God, I'm grappled though. And we tried, like, we looked at breaking grapple last time, and it was like tough. I feel like we that was a thing. And I also feel like I have the best chance of being grappled of anyone here. Like, I'm going to try and hurt it with one thing. Do you have any one-handed weapons at the at the ready? I've been thought, I thought of completely by myself. I'm going to try and reverse the grapple with help from, yeah, oh, I do like that. And I will sky metal. Uh, yeah, let's reverse that grap. I'm going to rage first because that'll make it easier. Let's reverse that grap is... My favorite uh, game show from the 90s. Here we go. That's a one. Uh, this was fun. This was like a fun time. This was a fun 
time for all of us, and I am so excited to play my second character. All right. Thank you all. Uh, good evening. Well, on the plus side, you're blurry now. So blurry? Yeah. You barely see me fading into the wall. And we've already canonically stated that Sage is a ninja, so that'll be fun to play her. I've actually considered it pretty. I was like, I could, I could, I could do read you a sage if I had to. Um, can you remove my my single sky metal? Just take that back now. Just have wasted it. Look how cute it is. Yeah. There it goes. Uh, that's me. All right. Um, let's see. Alwyn is up. Uh, does Kira look like she needs healing? Yeah, she does. Okay. Uh, a lot <laughs> after that few slot. Yeah, I mean, as with mm, what, whatever you can spare up to, like, let's say 60 points. Okay, uh, Alowin then, now that that thing is grappled again and can't take attacks of opportunity, mm-hmm. is going to uh, touch his hand onto Kira. Oh, yeah, I looked it up. You can't. It says you can't take attacks up to him again, I'm, unless that creature has something special in its lo- in its ability about extra limbs. It should be fine. Yeah, unless it's like uh, grab or something specific. D8 plus one per castle. Okay. Uh, oh god, that is awful. Uh, that is ten points of healing for a. I will a take it. Spell. Uh, and that will be his turn. He's just going to stay here next to Kira. All right. Um, Basari is going to get up from prone, and she's going to say, "If it, does anyone have a weapon? I can help." <laughs> and she's just Kira is covered in yeah, I literally in five feet just, away. I'm dripping with weapons. <laughs> What kind of action would it be to just, like, take a weapon off of Kira? Can she just take one? I would think it would be, like, a retrieving a stowed item. I can't I can't do anything to stop her. You got those tear-away weapon <laughs> straps. Yeah. Is that move-adjacent, or is that a standard action to retrieve a stowed item? Um, I think it's... I would full round action to retrieve a stowed item. I would say, and it depends on what she's going for, but anything, the the... Um, Hammer and Ethel are probably both reachable. Anything else would probably be stowed. It would have to be like probably a full round action, right, to pull it off of her. Okay, so I think she's gonna grab Lucy the hammer. Don't break it, it's from my dad. (laughs) And then uh, she'll just say to Alwyn, get out of the way and stay where she is. Uh, Brixby, you're up. Right, so Brixby, who's benefited from his good buddy Asher's precise shot is going to roll some spell resistance and be really sad probably. Let's go. Yup. Doesn't matter. Nine spell resistance. Um, He's going to take a five foot step to the left uh, to give Asher that space if he would like it. And that is going to be the end of his turn. Alright. Asher, you've got all sorts of space if you want it. Asher does like the space even though as far as we know there's just the one wallzill asher's still kind of leery of staying of getting off the tracks so he'll just take a a five footer to the southwest 
and remain kind of on the track but have a bit of a clearer shot and uh, we're gonna do another grip point swift action two focuses aim and repeat three cool cool bullets except this time let's just make them deadly deadly aim shall we all right i like that that is a 23 on the first one uh, only an 18 against touch on the second one um 18 just barely hits touch Whew. thankfully rolling higher on the last one two rounds in a row helps uh so that becomes a uh 18 against all right sounds like three more hits on the wallzilla yeah, so deadly aim, smite, focused aim means that these are going to be 3d8 uh, plus 13 on each of them. Woohoo! That's it's a murder lot. the wall thing. So many. I would really like to kill this thing, uh, but it probably still has 200 hit points, so. Uh, 50 points of damage. Yes. <laughs> so hurt. Yeah, it looks bad off. It looks really bad off. Oh, I just crossed out its HP and wrote 50 instead of actually doing the math. That's not what I meant to do. Um, no, it, that's what you meant to do. <laughs> sounds like it was what you meant to do. It's not dead. Um, it looks really, really hurt. Anything else anybody can do on Asher's turn? <laughs> uh, I wish. It is. It is. It's going to run, and I want to murder it. But that would provoke from Basari, who is now threatening it, if it does try to run. NPC kill. It's going to knit itself back together a little bit as it seems to just be pulling in the dust and stone from the wall into its wounds. and You know, just having a grand old time. It's going to release the grap. Just a real quick grap release. Try to shred Kira real quick, just because it feels like it's got her number. Uh, claw number one is going to be a 27. It has some numbers. Uh, yeah. Where? No. Yes. <gasps> I'm raging this time. Yeah, so raging. Uh, no. No blur hit. <laughs> no. Not blur. hit blur. Uh, club. Not hit blur. Not hit because of blur. Yes, not hit blur. <laughs> uh, 32 on the second one. Um, yes, hit blur. Yes, hit blur. Uh, that is seven damage. That's kind of. That's a little aggressive. And uh, 26 on the grapple. Uh, 26 on the grapple. Um, yeah, that'll wait. No, that'll work. That'll still work. I keep forgetting to uncheck grapple, but 26 is still pretty good. Uh, natural 20. Ooh, that's going to be a bummer. This is claw number three. To confirm, we have a 30. Now let me just roll the blur. Only a 14. Oh, blur to the rescue. Way to go, blur. <sighs> and the final claw. Uh, that is a natural 19 for a 34. Roll that quick. Uh, yeah, that'll do it. Quick it's pretty good. blur. 16. Oh, I'm kind of sorry. A uh, little bit. It's just going to bite you. You're going to okay. nat one the save after it hits with the bite. So yeah. 17 yeah. on the bite. It doesn't even have to roll blur, does it? No. Uh, no, it does. While I'm grappled and raging. Would you believe I got a six on the blur? 
Six blur. That was two You're single so digits nice. yes. on the blur and two teens. Excellent job. Way to go, team. High fives all around except to Sam. Brixby and Kira. And it's going to five foot step recede into the wall. Back you into the wall. Can't I thought it's grappling her. It let, let's go as a free action. Oh, good. Great. Ha-ha. That's right. Run. But not too far because we do want to get rid of you. All right. Um, so it's Kira's turn. I just... I don't know. I want to kick the wall. Uh, but I guess I'll step back under the tracks instead. It seems like the smart thing to do. Mm, yeah. Uh, and I guess I'll make sure I have a chainsaw out in case it does come back. Ooh, actually, no. Uh, let's let's take out Ethel because that's adamantine. That's me. All right, Alwyn. Uh, if I wanted to try to, like, provoke this thing, which speech skill would that be? Like to, would that be intimidate or uh, would that be diplomacy? What would that be? It is a feat. Yeah, antagonize is a feat. I didn't know if there was like a, like antagonize forces it. I didn't know if there was something that like I could do that if I rolled high enough, the GM might give it something. You could go out there and be like, my eggs are lonely. I need more eggs. I was going to say something involving the (laughs) eggs, but I didn't know if that was an actual role I could do for anything. I mean, you don't know if it can understand you. You don't know um, if it can hear you. I speak about the all interpretive dance. Uh, What role would that be, though, if that was a thing? I mean, if you want to try to, I mean, are you trying to lie to it? Are you trying to negotiate with it? Are you trying to scare it? Uh, I'm uh, like I, I was trying to, yes. get, but like I said, babies? I don't know if I can do that without the feet. I was thinking the feet just basically made it that the GM is forced to react when you do it. Yeah, I mean, you can try to demoralize I, it. Yeah. Yeah. But I feel like with a demoralize, it wouldn't want to attack me. I really would like to provoke it, but I guess there's not a good role for that. They don't want to just hide in the wall for three more hours and heal like it's been doing. Yeah, I guess all he can do is just walk onto the tracks. All right. I think Basari, on her turn, she's just going to take a little walk down the tracks to get away from this right next to the wall situation. And she'll ready in action to hit it if it comes out. And Brixby. Brixby's going to stare at okay. 15 feet of movement up to north of big stuff and also use their standard action to ready. All right, and Asher. Asher is going to take a five foot step to the east and also ready into action. If this thing comes within 25 feet in view, Asher will take a deadly aim shot. Turn passes. Nothing seems to happen. <laughs> well, is it is it my turn now? Oh, uh, yeah, it's you again. All right, I, mm, I want to switch places with bricks. Uh, and I don't want to move all the way up because I'll be close to the wall. Reposition bricks. <laughs> Grapple bricks. <laughs> and then just, just move him to the other side. Um, okay, well, then I <laughs> will also ready in action, I guess. Yeah, I'll do that. Already in action. If it pops out, I want to smack it in the face. Right. Uh, that's all I got. Alwyn. 
do this and the GM will probably just say, nothing happens, but he's just for the heck of it going to roll diplomacy with a... That is a 23. And he's just going to say, if you don't come out, we'll start cutting the rest of these eggs out. Alright, and uh, what language was that in? Does anything seem to happen? Um... Oh, he wouldn't know, though, that we already know those things speak, uh, whatever the heck it is, and I don't think he has it anyway. So it would probably just be in common. Let me check. Uh, yeah, he doesn't have, uh, because I think it was like Abyssal or something we figured out they spoke, but he doesn't have that. So he says it in common. Alright, um, yeah, I mean, you can't tell one way or another um, if it heard you or understood or anything. Basari is going to keep on readying. Brixbo. Brixby is going to ready again. Same thing. Shootagoot the Zill if they see it. But also shout, we need to provoke it. All right, Asher. It would take me 10 minutes to try and remove an egg. I don't think that's really the best course of action at the moment. Um, but if it comes out, we could just murder it. And Asher will ready to deadly aim. Shoot within 25 feet. Is ill wall or otherwise that enters his range. All right. Well, good news. The Zill emerges just to the northwest of Brixby. So I think we get a couple attacks uh, ready to tax here. Um, Asher and Brixby, at least. You want to go first, my man? Yeah, uh, thanks to the smite, that becomes a 19 against touch. A 19 will hit? Minimum honk of damage again. Uh, nine points of bludgeoning and piercing. All right. It's not super happy about that. Good. Oh, man. Um, I'm, like, wondering if I actually want to take my... To roll so many things just to get this off. Uh, whatever. Let's just do it. It's fine. So uh, I guess I should probably roll to cast defensively first, then spell resistance, and then roll to hit. Does that sound good? Like good order of operations to you? Yeah, that works. All right. Cast defensively. Check. I do make it. DC 19. I roll a 10 for a 21. Spell resistance. Here's the heartbreaker. Let's go. 19 on the die for a 26. All right, you're good there. Um, but I'm still going to provoke with these scorching rays, but I don't care. Here it comes. It'll go in for the bite on number one first. That is a uh, 17. That will not hit. Hitsbo. All right, and that is an 18 versus 18 touch. 18 hits touch. Ha ha, stupid rock monster. All right, here comes the first one. That's 14 points of damage. Oh, this thing is looking very bad. All right, here is number two versus touch. That's a, that's a 15 on the die for a 22. Now, so. here's a, a question for you. Because a mm-hmm. Scorching Ray is a standard action. Is it? It's one attack, right? So it can't provoke twice, even though there's two beams? I don't think so. Or does, I, think so. I think it's Probably just one not. provoke, yeah. Yeah, let's just say no. I mean, I'm happy to look it up. Because firing them off is just one single action. It's sort of like firing off on the other one. I feel Uh, like the same... Magic missile. Yeah, the same attack can't trigger multiple attacks of opportunity, or the same action can't. So I think it's just the one. Yeah. Um, Anyways, you do hit it with that 
uh, 22. Perfect. Well, if uh, if it does if it does change it, let us know. We will, as always, we're proving Cunningham's law when it comes to learning uh, first edition, and getting things wrong. Thank you, Discord. All right, and that's a 12 on that one. So 26 in total, Scorchy Doodles for this guy. All so right. Scorch, <gasps> yay, Rick's killed it maybe. So I don't want to spoil it. It, emer- <laughs> it emerges from the wall, goes to grab hold of Brixby, gets shot and then gets two scorching rays in the face and falls like half out of the stone, half still embedded. Um, the stone hardens behind it and it is dead. Behead it. Big stuff. Yes. Cut it to absolute yeah. pieces. <laughs> yes. Kill it. Yeah, I would say, uh, Cure has resisted this sort of acting out before, but she's like, uh, yeah, on it. Chainsaw just hacks that <laughs> thing to bits of rock. Yeah, Basari will run over and, and hit it with the hammer just over and over it, as well. It. It's like, Stupid. It's the office space scene. Kira puts on the leather face mask and just goes. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, is that canonically what the uh, gargoyle looks like? It's gone forever. Screw you, Walzil. I hate uh. it so much. Oh, I want to say so many swears. <sighs> I know, me too. It's it real, so hard. real tough. <laughs> Asher will just kind of, may, maybe a little bit without thinking, he would run forward and scoop Brixby up off of his disc and just give him a hug and say, Thank you for murdering that. <laughs> Anytime, Doc. We got this. And uh, gives him a, a big hug. I know, but seriously, it was amazing how you just saved... Uh, I can't even remember their name anymore. <laughs> anyway, <sorry>. trauma's a wonderful <laughs> bond. <laughs> All right, we did it. Book three. Yeah, that was yep. the end of book three. Check. Everyone levels <laughs> up wow. three times. and Yes. I'm really hoping that was the queen because if it's not, she's not going to be fun to fight. How is your knowledge plane, Spishari? Um, Let me just check my stat block. Oh, oh, yeah, can I roll knowledge planes on that thing? Yes, please. Uh, yeah, go for it. Yeah, Basari is not trained in uh, knowledge planes, weirdly. I have a plus nine, and that still is barely double digits because I rolled a three on the die. So, uh, nope. No, you don't know what this thing is either. Does it have uh, a, like a, a dog tag around its neck that says Shadrax in common? No dog tag. Unfortunately, there's just no real information there. It's just a horrible thing that came out of the walls. Do we want to take a trophy? Kira doesn't have knowledge planes, does she? She does not. Oh. Uh, she does fill her pockets per brick suggestion uh, with, with just bloody <laughs> pieces of rock chunk. Just like, I'm going to take this home. I'm sure the chickens will love them. No. Oh, sorry. Did you say no, Asher? No. Um, it was a note uh, to Brixby's idea of me personally. I have absolutely no interest in remembering this. Fondly or otherwise. <laughs> what is the DC for taking a trophy? Just theoretically. <laughs> tried this so many times. Yeah, it's the survival role that we keep failing. It's the basically impossible survival role. Hold on, I, I have a plus one survival. Let's. Me uh, too. I'm gonna. Let's, aid let's you. see. <laughs> I got a minus two. <clears throat> hey, I rolled an eighteen to aid. Oh, nice. Okay, that's that's gonna be a sixteen total to take a trophy. 
Do, um, does that succeed, Jeff? <laughs> no, not unless it's a CR1 creature. It is not. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's dead. It's 15 plus the CR. How much CR does a dead Zill have? You're going to chip off yeah. a little skin. <laughs> Wiggle a tooth out, maybe. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, hopefully that's a uh, big bed, but... Let's uh, look alive regardless. Does anybody need healing? Yeah. A, like, a bunch. Oh, That's her saying that about the Zill, right? <laughs> the Zill goes, I just like, oh, <laughs> I'm just a wall baby. Shut up, wall baby. Wall monster. <laughs> Asher did roll pretty hot on a lay on hands for Kira. 11 on 2d6 and nice. it removes your fatigued condition and if she needs more on top of that everything in this cave has spell resistance so <laughs> i might as well just use my spell blocks oh, yeah. people uh with asher's heal i'm still down 40 so i'll take okay. whatever uh, you got. yeah uh bone shaker is useless in here please so don't I'm shake my bones another level two spell on oh that's better than last time that is uh 12 points of healing yes so it's still not great on 2d8 there we go more from a lay on hands i am thriving 13 from another cure mod 8 13 cure looks great uh and actually i think that puts me only down like seven so we're good Basari just stands there looking sad, watching everyone <laughs> frantically hearing Kira while she's just still kind of bleeding. I'm a child. Uh, take five more from a Kira Light. Basari, right? Bas- Basari? God, I should know her name. Poor thing. I'm so sorry. Basari, yeah. Uh, so Basari. We have the space dragon, too. We could really oh, God. welcome we could, her. Yeah. <laughs> you really want to be part of the team. Surgery on the train tracks and then <laughs> expired space trucks. Yes, yeah, this should help. Speaking of surgery, should we be getting the rest of these eggs out or do we want to explore more first? Kind of hoping we're like going to get through all of the egging that's going to happen to any of us soon. So yeah, just do a collective de-egging. Just, just a... <laughs> Just the egg all at once. Sorry about your eggs, but it would be better for everyone if we just kind of, you know, took them all out at the same time, probably. Is what Briggs is trying to say, I think. It's true, yeah. So just just hang on to those. That is certainly the hope. We're definitely not resting here. If we were to get to a point where like we were forced to rest, we would definitely just leave. Like, absolutely not. So, oh, yeah, no, no, we uh, can't yeah. rest in this place. I'll be fatigued marching through the night before I rest in this dang cave. <laughs> I rest in the, in the Zill cave, yeah. yeah. So, it looks like uh, from here we could go north or towards where they blew up the wall. Be nice to know uh, a little bit more details about that, but there's something about Area B appeals to me might just be that my name starts with a b yeah we put up that big sign before we even blew up the hole and i mean we didn't get far enough to get back there but they've been dragging everyone uh, overseer purdy um father sardis basically everyone who was still alive they dragged them all back through there all right well 
Fortune favors the, the bold and the rat on the disc. Oh, there he goes. He proceeds north. I'm going to sprint on through. Asher <gasps> loads a mundane round and we'll follow. All right. So the minecart yeah. track comes to a stop in the middle of this chamber, seemingly unfinished. And you can tell this wall in the background uh, where they blasted through, there's still remains of rubble and there's remains of, of the spent charges. And it opens up through there um, into something wider. And it, like if you're looking out into it, it goes beyond the ends of anybody's dark vision here. Asher, maybe with your eyes, do you see any indication of what's beyond this passage? Is there any tracks, anything else? Nothing I can see just seems to continue. I don't know whether I'm in a hurry to explore into this next area before making sure there's nothing, well, on this, off to the sides here that we didn't yet explore. I would agree. Uh, yeah, I was just trying to see if there's constant ingress and egress out of this room. So, uh... Bashari, do you want to let us know a little bit more about this uh, area to the uh, southwest then? Oh wait, it was the east that they came from. The east, over here. I know a compass <laughs> and my cardinal directions. <clears throat> the shaft to the southeast of here, um, we managed to round up a bunch of the hatchlings down there and uh, set some charges and, and blew the passage. If you So I th that was the best we managed to do, was take out a bunch of them there. And you can see that the mine track continues into um, a dead end of just collapsed rocks and blasted out uh, wooden barrels that, like, that, that was the charges. So aside from the room that is to our south, that was like a bunch of mining cars piled in front that we heard some noises behind. Our two options are to the west and to the north, correct? Yeah. Basari, do you know anything about the minecarts blocking to the east, shortly entering the tunnel? When we checked it out, it appeared that someone had barricaded themselves inside. The metal carts might have stopped the the stone creature, but it, it, it could go straight through the walls. There was there's no protection to be had. Ah, uh, Basari, how about the medallions by the door? necklaces. What are they? The, um, miners are supposed to put their medallion up when they go into the mine so we know who hasn't come out, and then they take them down when they return for the day. But no one returned from first or second shift on the last day, and then they, they think everyone else from the camp. I, I can't imagine anyone stuck around, or after they started dragging people off, they either took off running or were kidnapped by the whatever that thing was. Thank you. You're, um, you're a survivor. You're very strong. And, uh, looks back. Shouldn't feel guilt. Heads north. So nothing to the west worth exploring when we first walked in? Does that track end? There's a... We found a, um, statue down there. It's, it's still mostly buried. Oh. But, um, there's something down there, and then, um... Off to the west of this chamber, there's a, a large chamber with a, a pit in it. Statue? Well, that's ominous. 
bit. Um, yes, it's uh, um, just one of the more successful excavations. It looks as though there is some sort of perhaps large creature in plain sight to the southwest. Yeah, can we see that? I was just playing it like it was in a pit, but I assume the pit is probably a little bit to the north. Was it just chilling? Because Bricks is not just like, yeah. what's up? Been cruising towards his death. Yeah, the pit's <laughs> off to the north. There is um, a big hulking kind of thing in that room, just sort of scuffling around like this big armor-plated um, beastie do. Um, it's just chilling. But it's not a zill. It's just some other thing hanging out it- in there. No, it's not a Zill. Okay. It's big armor, kind of chompy doodle over there. Uh, knowledge okay. for chompy doodle. Uh, it would be an arcana. Like a knowledge Just, arcana. Oh, never mind. Woo! That's uh, probably not what Brixby got. Yeah. It's an 18. That's not bad. Thanks. Um, Yeah, it's a boule. All right. So, uh, I believe what's down there is called a boule, and I don't know how many questions I have about it. But I will tell you one thing my father told me is every time you see a boulet, sashay away. Oh, well, you know, these you know these things are underground predators. Since they have the huge fin on their backs and the sort of armor plating, they've earned the themselves the nickname of land sharks. They do occasionally ring the people's doorbells and say like, you know, singing telegram. But don't fall for that. It, it's just the belay. <laughs> they will eat you. They will eat you when you open the door. Even if they like try to change it later and say like they're a plumber, still the belay. <laughs> Robert Uh Then let's check out maybe the statue instead. <laughs> Wait, did I get any questions at all with that roll? Uh, yeah, you or... do have one question. All right. Uh... Anything anyone would like to know about this maybe special attacks abilities or defenses wreck my brain i mean are we gonna fight this thing or are we just gonna <laughs> does it detect as evil within 60 feet uh, it does not yeah yeah it's just a random animal in the cave <laughs> i guess special attacks or abilities is probably or defenses he kept saying armored plating armored plating yeah, what are we? The, I'm kind of concerned about how it could potentially kill us the most. Um, this is how we could kill it. Put, uh, it is true, right? We have limited resources. We could pull the old Arco invisible and zoom about the room and see if there's anything worth it in there. But that does risk a fight, right? Or we could leave it for the way out. Um, I actually have most of my most powerful magics that I haven't used. I have all of my level three spells, all three. Um, so, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh. If he's on the disc, like Tremor Sense wouldn't be able to sense you nope. right on the yeah, disc. Yeah, it does not work. Okay. That's one of the big reasons why I went for the disc. Because something tells me the uh, giant thing that can swim through the ground probably has Tremor Sense. Yeah, I mean, I can definitely hit my cell phone on invisibility and have minutes of, of tooling around in there. Um, Bricks, can I ask if you go over there and don't get eaten by a land shark, what do you think you're going to find that would make it worth fighting the land shark? Just because it's mean, real we, big. We might not even have to fight it, per se, but at the same time, you know, I'm uh, willing to, as I said, sashay away. 
Right. We maybe we can do that now because it does look like it's getting closer. Yeah, Sasha. But I don't know if we can make it through this squeezing. Do we want it to know it's here? It does seem like it. It does seem like it knows that we're here. I think it's flavor chasing us. Well, it can. You guys have been talking like fifty feet from it. It can totally hear you. (laughs) (laughs) And it's not the smartest thing in the world, but it's you know it's gonna wander on over and go like, oh, these look these little meals. I might have to start digging on towards them. Alwyn. Yeah, it might fall. Okay, well, then let's just, like, slowly go in the direction we think the Zill are, just quick enough that this thing keeps following <laughs> us and we get it to eat all the Zill. <laughs> I like that. So, Asher, yeah, you, you were concerned about heading north. We do have that one uh, room with the statue near the entrance. Uh, everyone, how do we feel about progressing forward? I like anything that we all do together. Except, you know, get eaten by land shark. I feel like this is just the chool of this place, and we're inevitably going to have to fight this stupid thing. We're just going to see it at first, and then we're going to come back out here, and it's going to pop out of the ground, and Sam is going to make us fight it on the way out. Oh, definitely. So, I mean, I'm, I'm cool with going in and seeing what, what horror relates to the north. All right, you're too cool for the chool. I get it. Too cool for chool. We used that one already. Hey. Well, it's not a chool. I have to come yeah, up with... It's a bull. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay yeah. to run bull. away from the boule. I like too cool for bull. All yeah, right. And the lay isn't there. So, uh, back to area B. <laughs> up north. Let's do it. Robert Boule waves goodbye. Yeah. Did we get... Uh, a feeling from Basari how long ago it was that uh, Purdy and uh, Father Sardis were taken away. Was it around the same time she was captured? Was it a day before? I mean, no, it would have been. Are these people possibly still alive? Or are they long gone? It would have been after she was captured. So within the last twenty-four hours, probably less. Oh, wash like- off those grippers. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, and if they're going to be in the walls, they're not here, or otherwise they would have been shouting in the boule room. Well, if you are proceeding into the tunnel beyond the end of the map here, into Area B, as is so conveniently named, it opens out slightly, gets a little bit bigger than the initial passage through, into a pitch-black corridor that extends farther than the eye can see, and obviously, I mean, you all have dark vision, so you can all see the sort of black and white, like just barely illuminated, uh, unworked stone. If you just keep going, it's sloping slowly down and curving on a sort of counterclockwise. And the stone is, is rough continuously, and it just keeps going and going. And you're... I mean, you've been going for long enough that it's probably, like, close to half a mile. Oh, my God. <laughs> when you start to feel something under your feet, and, and you can see it with your dark vision, actually, I guess, that there's, like, just a, a blanket of lichen forming in. Like, first it starts to cover the floor, and then it creeps up the walls until it's, like, basically a coating over everything getting progressively thicker and it goes up onto the ceiling as well and the sound of running water joins you as you're working your way down 
like it's following the same path you are, just like a, a light trickle, but also a distant roar. And as you get close enough to hear it and you're still working your way down this corridor, can everybody just roll me a quick fortitude save? Is it against disease? I think it's technically a disease effect, yes. Oh, tight. All right, this is the 17 from, nope, sorry, 19 from Bricksbow. To what, what was that total? 19. <laughs> All right, um, how about Kira? You've got something good, right? Yeah, yeah, uh, it's a 31. All right. <laughs> I just uh, saw everyone else react and now I'm sad. Uh, Asher, how about you? You got bad saves. So Asher did. Uh, my my four two saves have been getting better. A one, a two, and now a three on the dice. However, if it is a disease, then homeboy's immune. Oof. That third level paladin immunity to all diseases, including supernatural and magical diseases, yes. including mummy rot. Um, <laughs> problem yeah, is, I rot. did um, say the wrong thing. It is a poison effect. Oh, well then, yeah, he's probably dead. 16. Alright. Um, does Brixby's roll change at all with... The 17. Okay. Mm-hmm. I lose two on that one. And, um, Basari got a 16. How about Alwyn? Uh, Alwyn is really thinking having a plus six to charisma and everything else very, very low, because charisma does not help with any of your saves. Uh, Unless you're paladin. <laughs> but he rolled a... Oh, actually, I got that wrong, but it's still a... I was thinking it was a plus two, but it's a plus three. Uh, doesn't help, though, because that just means my roll went from being a six... I mean, from being a five to being a six. hey Oof. Yeah, so Alwyn's having a hard time as he's walking along. He just doesn't feel right, and he just feels weak and and tired because in addition to having those eggs remaining in his torso he's also going to take one con drain and one strength damage oh yikes oh no is this a persistent effect while we're in here or would it be worth it for me to just immediately burn my scroll of uh restoration like do i think this is going to happen again um we can can we make a roll on what's happening to me if i say like (laughs) something's wrong something seems wrong yeah let me get a knowledge nature 18 for Brixby nat 20 that is a 26 I wish I would have gotten that on the fort save so Alwyn I don't know how he knows this exactly but you know he's got weird life experience that doesn't necessarily match up with most other people's he is suffering the initial effects of low level radiation poisoning Ooh. it's finally happening <laughs> it's finally happening huh. we're all going to die yeah i think he'll like after kind of looking himself over he'll go oh that's what that is we have space sickness we have we have what? The, you know how space has, it makes you sick if you're out for too long. And uh. that's basically the only way he has to explain it. He has to know how to explain radiation. 
No, I don't think I've ever been to space. Um, how does everyone else feel? How does everyone else feel? <laughs> uh, I mean, currently fine, but uh, this is not a not my best safe. So this is scary for me. I mean, especially because, like, again, not trying to meta, but like, we're not even on a map. That's <laughs> the most <laughs> like upsetting part by far. Theater of the mind, somewhere in some place where we're just gonna get totally cancered and die. And I'm kind of worried. Like, do we do we see anything, Sam? Does it just like keep going? Is it just endless lichen and all the way to our dark end of our dark vision? Um, lichen all the way down. Yeah, it's still lichen and um, a distant sound of rushing water and the much closer sound of trickling water and the lichen is getting thicker and thicker. I guess we still have the radiation detector, right? We can get that bad Mm -hmm. boy a try. What does that tell us exactly? Like tells you this area is radioactive. (laughs) Is there anything to it? Like there's more radiation ahead or less radiation ahead? At this point it it can't sense any stronger source of radiation at least. Okay. As in we continue further and we won't be more poisoned or at least we won't be receiving a greater level of radiation than we currently are. Right, so far. Uh, Yeah. Uh, Cool. It's all good. Uh, I guess let's head towards the water. (laughs) When you said roar earlier, was that a bestial roar or a nature like water roar? Like a water roar. Like a a lot of water movement. I'm envisioning this uh, because this is what my mind does anytime we go to theater of the mind and I'm anxious. It's the underwater level from Zelda, but now full of like toxic goo. <laughs> and we're just chilling in that. Yeah. Well, you're not underwater right now. I'm, it's the, the waters of anxiety, Sam, <laughs> please. Well, as you go further, down the cave and keep following that persistent curve get the sense first very faint but then increasing in um, brightness of a green glow and and despite how faint it is it kind of hurts your eyes just because you've been in total darkness for a while now and the lichen here is thicker and mimics a kind of lush grass under your feet, just like a like a nice lawn, except it has that distinctive fungal stiffness that resists every footfall and just, you know, it doesn't feel right. And as you take a few more um, steps, a little more progress, the cave opens out into a massive cavern. And I'm just going to paste a picture up in the Discord here. As you find yourselves on a ledge in a huge underground, like almost like a bubble that wraps around, and this ledge wraps around this open space, which is extends into darkness far beyond the limits of your vision. But there is an illumination here from an underground glowing green river that rushes out of a cave wall a hundred feet ahead of you and cascades over the side of the cliff and down into the huge hollow below. Oh my god, is this the bad water? Oh, Oh, this water is so bad. That's such a good point. If you trace this strange waterfall as it meanders through the huge crater, 
It might lead your eyes to a structure, a clearly artificial stone structure that sits down at the bottom of the caldera. It's a, a kind of stronghold of sorts. I think... No, you know what? I'm not going to go to bed just yet. I want to see what everybody's thinking. What What are you doing? What's the plan here? Uh... We can we see a path down? Like if we keep moving down this path, we will eventually reach the goo water. Um, if you want to give me a uh, perception check, see if you could find a, a way down. Yeah. Mm, mm-mm, that is not great. Thirty-one. Oh, not it's thirty-one. Uh, Nineteen. Wow. Um. It looks like if you keep following the path around towards the the river, um, heading over to that waterfall, there appears to be like sort of sloped ground and like a series of, of bridges that have been built that like basically cross back and forth um, across the waterfall and follow like a series of ledges down. Um, so you can get down... Um, to the bottom of the caldera if you follow that. Is the radiation detector like, whoa, <laughs> y'all, this is bad. So or much is radiation. Like, hmm, still a beep. Uh, the radiation detector is not a fan of that glowing green water. Weird. It definitely thinks that, that water is the source of the radiation in this area and might be, you know, more severe than the low radiation. Uh, I wouldn't go swimming, personally. Oh. Cool, cool. So is is there a way to give it a whitish berth to go around it to approach the old structure, or do we have to get pretty close? Um, well, unfortunately, to get down, unless you're just jumping off the cliff or have means of flying, you're basically going to be crossing over the river. Like, not actually through the water, above the water, but... You're going to be pretty close to it. How far does it drop down? Because I see that there are rocks here. Yeah. Is it not that far down to the river itself? Yeah. I mean, well, if you look like heading southward on your map, or mm-hmm. um, like your goal isn't to get across the river. It's more that uh, getting to the bottom of this cliff face all right. the way down. Um, mm. Yeah, I just see these bad boys over here. I don't know if they're just flavor bad boys. Yeah, there's a couple little flavor ladders, or non-flavor ladders. There's a couple ladders you can climb. There's a little bridge that goes across, and there's some slanted surfaces. And there's, you know, cliff faces you can climb or jump down. Uh, You're looking at a a total of a good 120 feet of vertical. Right. So, I mean, we could... We get we all get across the river very easily, but if we decide that we want to do it, you know, with the ladders and not climbing, we're going to have to cross again at least once. I mean, there's a bridge for one of them, I guess, but it looks sketchy. For me? Um, Asher's just going to start jumping down. Okay, I do want to just... I'm sure we've all seen these, these fellows on the left here, but I'm just going to... They're on the other side of the river. They don't matter. Yeah, no. Well, if they have a floating disc... On the disc. other side of the river, as you all are coming down... Um, there are some... Are they dragons? There's some Zill-like Aww. creatures, but they're, they're 
they're weird looking. They don't look the same as the other Zills. They don't look like the Zill that could come out of the uh, walls, and they don't look like the baby Zills, and they don't look like Zagmander. They look kind of weirdly spidery. And they kind of rush over as they've noticed you on the other side of the river. And I'm going to say Blue horks up a loogie and um, spits at Kira. So does a 23 hit your um, flat-footed touch? That's an incredible amount of spit. Uh, yeah, yeah, it does. What's the range increment on that spit? That's so much um, spit. That can hawk a 30-foot loogie. Ugh. How convenient. <laughs> oh, <God>. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right there. Uh, that's 13 acid damage as it oh, just God. hawked a big old corrosive wad at you. That's and just very gross. That's super yeah. gross. That seems like a nice time to roll for initiative. Oh, man. <laughs> you didn't think you were out of Zill variants, did you? Just start jumping down. Meet you at the stronghold. <laughs> I'm sure it's safe there. Asher dips. Asher's just like, I'm done. No more Zill. Well, I'm not grappled. You are definitely not grappled yet. Maybe these ones can't even take you into the wall. What did you say that? Say. You don't remember. You said it was like a 23 or something, right? Mm-hmm. <gasps> Blur. Does it count for spit? Uh, you weren't in a rage. Oh, I'm not raging, you guys. All right. Uh, what do we got for Kira's init? Um, that is going to be what did I roll? Ten, sixteen. How about Brixbo? That's an eleven for Brixby with a three on the die. Nice. How about Asher? Seventeen on the die for a twenty-two. Ooh, very snappy. And Alwyn. Eighteen on the die for a twenty-five. Oh, also super, super snappy. Let me just so quick. zill out here. We're going to sort descending, and Alowin is first. So he is going to attempt to cast a spell at blue. And I'm guessing because Zill are awful and horrible all the time that this thing has spell resistance. Uh, you might be guessing correctly. Uh, that is 24. You got it. Oh, and also, uh, I will roll a, uh, as with Izzy, I have an entirely original idea to roll a Knowledge Arcana on these guys as I'm casting a spell against him that he has to make a save, which is Will. All right, it is Knowledge Planes on this fellow. A 29 Knowledge Planes. Wow. Um, with a t- I was in that 20. <laughs> um... With a 29, you recognize this thing as a skitter spawn zill. Which, unlike your normal zill, uh, which um, spawned from the bodies of humanoids, this thing spawned from the body of something a bit more exotic. And it managed to glean some of the abilities from its host. So this bizarre um, variant creature. Um, well, you've already seen it spit acid, but you can also ask um, 
two questions. Uh, I'd like to know any other special abilities it may have, aside from the acid working. Alright, um, in addition to the... Or special attacks, rather. In addition to the ability to spit acid and the normal, um, Zill abilities of the claw, 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 claw bite, and, of course, the normal paralysis and implant, they have a death throes... Uh, where any creature within 20 feet of them, when they die, or a short time after they die, um, can suffer from an explosion of acid as these things just... They go up. Uh, What do we think should be the second question? He knows they'll have no weaknesses because they're... (laughs) Horrible. Incredible. Weaknesses are also so niche. Is there a question that we can ask if they can physically get to us? What are their river jumping abilities like? I would like to assess river jump. Yeah, do they have any non-combat special abilities? <laughs> Maybe like something that would... Like if we just stay all the way to the right of the map, are we good? Um. Well, they do have that ranged attack. Um... They have a climb speed, so they can run up and down these okay. these cliffs. So theoretically, they could yeah get down there and then come back up the other side. For the most part, you know, we stay more than thirty feet away. I feel like I'm going to say uh, that. What did that one get on its uh, will save? Um, it got a sixteen. That is a fail. It is confused for one round. <laughs> oh, fun! Zill is confused. That's blue, right? Blue, yeah. All right. Are you moving? Are you jumping down? Uh, you know what? Yeah, he will, as his move action, just jump down and make his acrobatics check to uh, hopefully negate some of this damage. Still rolling decent, but I don't know if that beats what Jeff's exec would get already. Is it a 15 good or did it have to be? Yeah, on a jump, anytime you take damage, you wind up prone. And I'm guessing this was a 15-foot jump from the look of it. Of course. So I'm still going to take one thing of damage. So I'll let you roll that, and I am prone. All right, just one damage on the fall. And as he's falling, he yells back up all of the things he learned about those two. (laughs) (laughs) By the way! All right, and now on on Red's turn, it's going to get itself a little bit of a head of steam, and it's going to jump onto this little island here. Trivial acrobatics check, so it makes that. And then it's gonna hock an acid loogie at Alowin. Oh, yay. Um, that is 26 versus touch. Uh, yeah. Believe it or not, that hits. Oh, very, very good damage roll. Oh, wait, keep in mind, you get a plus four to your um, AC for being prone. Oh, and what type, what is this? This is acid? Acid, yeah. It's a very good damage roll. You're looking at 18 damage. Points. Yeah, you mean I'm looking at a 13 damage. Aha! Show off you move. All right, Asher, you're up. Asher was born for this. <laughs> to die of radiation in a cave getting <laughs> spewed at by spider-zill babies. Uh, so Asher has... He is now a third level gunslinger from his black powder vaulter archetype gets 
the benefits of shot on the run. So at any point during a movement, he can make a single attack, uh, including, which we've flavorfully done different things like reloading in midair, etc. But now I can truly legally just jump down and as part of my movement, just pop a shot at this red uh, spider zill. And then, so I'll, I'll roll the attack first and then the acrobatics to soften. Deadly aim, of course. Well, thankfully, canonically, roll back the tape. That was a mundane round. Otherwise, that natural two would be a misfire. Uh, so, as cool as he looks, shooting while falling, that is only because of deadly aim. Uh, a... Uh, 12 against touches. Close, but no cigar. He doesn't smoke anyway. Oh, he doesn't have a cigar, though. Ha-ha! <laughs> uh, true, and because, of course, I roll only well when I'm removing eggs from people. I fail a DC 15 acrobatics check <laughs> oh, with no. a total of a 14 because I rolled a 2. So I'll take 2d6 of damage and land prone. Ooh, and that's 9. Cool, so he takes 9, uh, but does still get to reload in midair because before he lands on his back, he's able to do that. It's part of his move. So Looks really cool until he doesn't. <laughs> All right. Um, does Basari still have uh, Lucy? I mean, she should, right? right? Well, I didn't know if you took it back. You know. I'll, I'll take it back when we get out of Zill Hell. Yeah, we could retcon giving her the glowy sword. That was the only other thing I was thinking about. But we don't know what it does, and if she can even use it. I guess you can. Bastard sword is simple. It's just one hand that it's exotic, right? Yeah. Oh, that's true. Yeah, if she wants that instead, she can have it. Well, but you can use it two-handed as a martial weapon. Yeah. yeah. Does she have a pref? Well... I'm basically asking if she still has reach, because she probably would have preferred Lucy. Okay, then she has Lucy. She's a polearm kind of gal. So she's going to um, head down and try to make this jump over into this tiny little spot on the side of the cliff here. Oh, no. <laughs> Goodbye, Lucy. Go for that acrobatics. Natural <laughs> two. That's my dad's. Oh, no. Uh, so. I specifically said don't break it. Oh god, and she takes eleven damage on the fall. Just throw the throw the hammer onto the, the while you fall. She's in her last act of selflessness. <laughs> just, she just falls into the river and her and the hammer get swept downstream. <laughs> She's gonna take a swing from prone with Lucy. And her ten foot yeah. natural one. Oh no. Oh Basari. Basari. Oh, bad show from Basari. Well, yeah, Basari for party rocking. Yeah, she <laughs> accidentally hits Asher on the windup. She just hides her head in her hands. Yikes. Did you mean to do that? Uh, that, that maybe next time. God. I can't even crack a joke. That was. That, this is the worst moment of my life, and I spent the last 24 hours lodged in a wall. Yeah, with babies. <laughs> All right, um, Kira, you're up. Um, what am I gonna do? I'm not close enough to physically attack any of these things. I guess I'll just start climbing and see how that goes. 
Or actually, I guess I'll see if I can do a, what is it, a strategic fall? A careful tumble? So there are pros and cons, right? Just to have all of the info. No matter what, you land prone, so you'll have to use a move to stand up mm-hmm. if you if you do the jumping. If you do the climbing, and you actually have probably the best climb out of anyone in the party. No, well, you'd be surprised. No, no, it, I'm not saying it's good, <laughs> but I'm saying you're the only strength ever. It's probably better so than plus st- five. I mean, a minus five. The only downside is you're flat-footed while you're climbing. So you're flat-footed while you're climbing, and it's slow, but you're not prone unless you fail by five or more and actually fall. Uh, okay. Um, I don't actually think climbing will be super, will be all of that all of that helpful in this case, and I can't make an attack for this round or probably the next one either. So. Do you have your bow still? I do have the bow. I guess I could just shoot from here. The heck, let's shoot some stuff. Uh, well, if you want to shoot, I wonder if you should back up outside of their range because doesn't the bow have a better range increment? Mm, probably. But then there's Obviously. the weird cover thing of if she backs further down and shoots down. Oh, right. Is this. Yeah. Actually, because red is probably now in a lower level than I am, yeah. right? So you actually get a, a plus one from having the high ground. Yeah, oh. Can. Excellent. Uh, okay, then I will shoot. If I take one step to the right, can I still hit red? Yeah, um, probably a little bit of cove from the cliff there, because the angle's getting steep. Some, uh, cliff cove. All right, uh, that's fine. I will expose myself to more spit and, uh, take my shot with a bonus. Um, with, at, what is it, blue, red, red who has already dropped down. Oh, that's not awesome. That's a... 14 or 15 with a, with a, you said a plus one to hit? 15, does 15 do anything? Uh, 15 does not. Yeah. Uh, All right. Well, I tried and that's, that's it. That's all I got. All right. I guess that arrow's gone. Just right into the river. Here. Blue is, well, let me roll and see how it spits doing. No, no spit right now. So, nice. So I think it's going to just skitter on down. Um, that's all it can really do right now. Let's just have a little bit of a skitter. And Brixby's up. Brixby is going to float over to Kira and uh, I guess start uh, sacrifice the beginning of his, his standard action. I might need to may need a move action next round or whatever. But I want to pull some grenades out of that gosh darn bag of holding. So um, I don't know if that just gets us started with like a with a with like a standard. Do I just like open the bag and then like next round I pull stuff out or because it's a full rounder? Yeah. Um, that's kind of a weird area, isn't it? Because I feel like I could. Because I mean, you can split full round between two two turns that that is you can like move start casting a full round spell and then it's your next like move action turn that it can go off and then you can have a standard that next round i believe right that's how that works you can do like half of a partial if i were to move over standard open the bag move pull something out next turn obviously and then i'd still have a standard after that to maybe throw it i guess that sounds reasonable Okay, so that's my turn. Oh wait, now it's planes. 
Probably can't learn anything more than the professor. Yep, 17. Yeah, so that doesn't even identify them. I don't even know what they are. That's my turn. Um, Alwyn. Oh, I forgot to roll confusion on blue. So, yeah, I was going to say, wasn't that thing confused? Why did it get to do a bunch of stuff? Yeah, well, it yeah, it did the walk. I forgot <laughs> to roll confusion. Ah! Uh, it got a 94. What was that? Attack's nearest creature. So he would attack his buddy instead of moving. All right. Um, well, he didn't have a spit. Um, so... Uh, oh, that must be like a recharge. It leaps down and then will... Yeah, I don't think it's going to jump into the radioactive river to attack its buddy. It'll just basically rush. I think um, it should. Yeah, I don't think it'll, like, unless it gets the roll to punch itself in the face, It, I don't think they, like, will do something that will cause them. I think it says it under somewhere. There's it? room next to it. It, um, it could just jump onto that little nubbin. And give it a little swiper in. A little nub jump? You're forcing my hand here with this nub jump. Alright, I'll roll the acrobatics for the nub jump. You got it. And it's gonna go for a bite on its friend. You're bullying me. It, it does miss. Crits it, explodes, they both die. Chain reaction. Okay, and then he is not confused anymore after his round's done, because it was lesser confusion, so it'll last one round. But its friend is mad at it, so we've got that going for it, and you're up. Uh, okay, uh, he is going to... You know what, just for the heck of it, uh, he is going to cast Glitter Dust on both of them, because he doesn't have to roll his dumb up thing for that one. And maybe I'll get lucky and blind him. Uh will saves for both of them so uh, nat 1 for red and a nat 20 for blue oh so red's uh, okay. blind does blue happen to have an extremely negative uh, will bonus it does not okay then only red fails so red is uh, blind for the duration of the spell, which is going to be four rounds. Actually, I think he gets a save again every round. Mm-hmm. He does. The beginning or end of every turn. I can't remember. Well, it's Matt. It's the end of every turn, I believe. Uh, and then for his movement, he's going to drop down the next level of this cliff. Uh, roll that beautiful bean footage. Uh, that is a 14 for a 13. Is that enough? I believe that's a fail. Um, so you... So is that going to be 10 feet of falling? Are you prone? Oh, actually, you know what? No, his action was to stand up. His action was to stand up so he can't drop himself down. Just rolls off the side. (laughs) Just a five-foot crawl off the cliff. He's going to take a rogue dip so he can, uh, crawl (laughs) and roll himself off. Uh, yeah, so instead his action is to stand up. All right. Red is mad and blind, so we'll roll for spit. Uh, no, no no luck on the spit. And um, he's not going to brave jump in the river in this particular moment. So we'll do that. Do it. That will save is just a 12. That is a fail. Still blind? Still blind. All right, Asher. 
You're up. You've got a blind opponent. Yeah. Asher is, well, you say up. He is prone. Uh, but that's probably fine. Uh, so he is going to swift action, spend a grit point to focus his aim on the blind red and do a full attack deadly aim. Immediately misfire. Oof. And uh, then as his, I guess since he only took one shot, then he can stand up. And, you know, while he stands, he will drop the one broken pistol and then draw <laughs> his one from his other oh, holster yeah. so he can take shots next round. Oh, yeah. As he slowly withers away from radiation. We got this. <laughs> Alright, well, Basari is going to stand up and she's going to say, I think I can hit it now! Yeah, you got this. And she does hit. So, that's a d12 for the uh, for Lucy. Correct. I think this is the first time on the pod that I have actually rolled a d12, but she does a, a little chunk on, on red. Non-trivial amount of damage. She's feeling a little bit better than she did before now, you know? Feels good about herself, and it's Kira's turn. Kira doesn't feel great. Kira's got a bow. Stealth is not doing its job. Kira's also not feeling great about leaving bricks up on the thing, although he has a floating disc, so. Don't leave because I'm in your bag. I oh. Need I'm sorry. I need mo- one more round to pull that stuff out. Nope, I knew that. Mm-hmm. Great. So I will keep shooting, attempting to shoot. Come on. I think. Um, I'm assuming I can hit both of them from here, but let's go. Which one is not blind? Is it blue? Uh, blue is not blind. Blue is not blind. Uh, that's better. That's an 18. 27. Uh, that'll hit. Which one are you shooting at? Uh, blue. Okay. Dresses and stuff. Uh, <laughs> um, three. That's uh, 10 points of, of arrow damage. Arrowed. Alright, taking another shot. I am gonna do that, yes. That's a one, so that arrow shatters and throws glass somehow into the faces of everyone around. Makes sense. <laughs> Alright, that will take us to blue. And uh, blue is gonna try for a standing long jump here, a little bit tougher. Um, uh, does that provoke when he does that? Oh, uh, I think, yeah, he'll provoke on the way over as he jumps. So Basari does get a swing. <laughs> Hammer time. You can do it. Knock him off the wall. Yeah, just push him right in. Okay, so it's... That is a hit. Yes. What is her bonus? No, not bad, not bad at all. And that was a blue, so... Blue's starting to look a little bit hurt. Without that running start, that is a DC 20 to jump 10 feet. Yeah, these are rather acrobatic little fellas. I mean, yeah, just the listeners. Sad up spiders. (laughs) Now that it's up in um, Basari's face, it is going to try to bite her. You know, sometimes you got to bite, crack die, 25 is a successful bite. 
Six damage plus acid damage. Spoiler. Spassy. Hang in there. Alright, so seven damage on Basari. That's not great for her. And then she has to roll a fort save. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Come on, Bassy. The bastard. Uh, yeah, Basari is paralyzed. Oh, there she goes. <laughs> so... Brixby, you're up. Your NPC friend is frozen. Um, you are rifling in Kira's bag. To amend what I was saying earlier, um, to start a four-round action is a standard action, and then you have to give up another standard action in the next round. So um, not knowing what potential ideas Asher might have, Brixby's just going to go with one that was planted in his head, and instead of pulling out a grenade, he's going to pull out the grenade launcher. <laughs> so he's holding it. And then free action, he's going to drop it. And it's going to land in Alwyn Square. And then move action, he's going to five foot step straight off the side of this and attempt in acrobatics to not totally house himself. Uh, I'm an acrobatic little dude. And if, even if I screw it up, I get one from every, every one of these. So we'll see. Cool. Yeah. So how far was that? About 15 feet. So, yeah, um, ignore the first one and then one damage, right? Yep. So, one damage and I'm prone on my disc. <laughs> prone on my disc. All right. So, we have arrived at the end of round two, beginning of round three. It's midnight. <laughs> yeah, buddy. <laughs> I'm going to bed. We'll pick this one up next week. Good night, <laughs> night Sam. Good night, night Sam. Sam. Goodbye, Bashari. Oh, we had such bizarre. Like, can we at least? We should at least get her name right before we kill her. No. <laughs> the Machine is property of Network Against the Machine, LLC, all rights reserved. Pathfinder and the Iron Gods of Enterpath are property of Paizo Publishing. See their website for more details. Theme Against the Machine was written and performed by your own Zach. See the show notes for additional music and sound licensing. If you enjoyed the show, we encourage you to leave us a review. Should have had the dang Walzell roll for Blair. <laughs> You're not in I just, I imagine uh, Kira doing it the exact same way I do. Uh, Oh, that's right. I'm not raging. Oh, it's only rage. Never mind. Um, Is just anytime someone tries to hit her, she screams blur in their face. (laughs) (laughs) You just scream woohoo from Blur's song, too, every time that it. Love that song. You know, maybe it's always on. Maybe Kira is like the. uh, Like the Hulk? Mitch Hedberg joke about the uh, Bigfoot, and she's just always blurry. <laughs> That's why the pictures look like that. Aha! Well, dick. Sorry. <laughs> wow. If we, ha- we can cut that if we have to. I just really wow. don't like it, and I'm not allowed to. I don't know what else to do. How do we yeah, express emotion? We're going to need the people from legal to weigh in on that one. <laughs> it's a wall, Richard. Uh,